Coming up today on the Allon Exchange, we are going to begin our conversations around financial planning for couples, working through conflict when it comes to our dollars. That's something each and every couple faces. We're also going to talk through lack of confidence in retirement and how to become more confident as you plan for your later years. That and much more coming up on today's show. And now, the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. Welcome into the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis. In the studio with the dynamic duo, Brittany Hagee and Jay Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. Brittany, Jay, how was the week? How's the weekend going so far? Hello, hello. We are great. We're glad to be here. Enjoying doing well. Enjoying the warmer weather, spending some time on the lake with our kiddos, and we're we're enjoying the season. And if you have any questions, just to, to before we dive into this conversation, which uh, is an important conversation to have. If you have any questions at all about preparing for retirement, about tax planning, social security maximization, legacy and income planning, they do it all at Allon Planning Partners. And Brittany and Jay are kind enough to open 10 slots on their calendar every week for listeners of the program to come in, sit down, have a discussion, and create a comprehensive and customized plan at no cost or obligation. And all you need to do to to take advantage of that is call 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. You can also go to Allon Planning. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com and schedule something directly from the website. And I I don't know if this was a comedy skit or what, in which there was the <laughs> the three topics to avoid in a polite conversation, um, but it was money, politics, and religion. And sure. it feels like in a relationship, and this is why this conversation is so perfect for the program today, uh, because you are in a relationship, Jay sure. and Brittany. A little bit. A little bit, <laughs> a little yeah. Bit. yeah. Yeah, partners <laughs> at home, partners at work. Uh You need to discuss your finances with your spouse. And one thing that I've learned from doing the show with you is communication is really key in finding Mm -hmm. the financial peace of mind that we talk about on the program so frequently. It's really funny that you use that money, politics, and religion. I think the last time I heard that was before Thanksgiving when I, I had a friend telling me, okay, these are the topics I've got to avoid. (laughs) over the Thanksgiving dinner table. Um, But yeah, not so within our marriages, right? Our marriages should be the safe place to have these conversations, to express our concerns, our desires, our wants, our goals, our dreams. Uh, And, you know, it's okay to have some space there for some disagreement. You're going to disagree. That's a guarantee. Any kind of relationship, you will face that disagree. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, we find that opposites attract. And so uh, a lot of times when it comes to our finances, we tend to be a little opposite than our spouse. And so communication has to be key. Yeah, we're a great example of that. We are completely opposite in every sense of the word. He's the extrovert. I'm the introvert. He's, uh, you know, the big strategic, you know, massive 
overthinker and I'm the one who thinks really detailed, you know, and yeah, puts right, it all together. Right, right. So like we just have very different approaches to about everything, including our yeah, money. And a lot of times, you know, one's a spender, one's a saver and you, there has to be compromise there. You know, you're going to uh, run into a lot of issues in your marriage, especially your marriage, but a lot of relationships. If you do not have conversations that uh, revolve a little bit about your finances and your money and how you're going to spend your money and, how you're going to save your money and how you're going to invest your money. If you're not on the same page with each other, it can get uh, really messy fast. Well, and it, here's just a, a tip. If you are not having conversations with your spouse about finances, you should encourage you to, to begin that. And I know, especially in the beginning, whether you're newly married or been married 30 years and never really made it a priority to discuss it, it can feel a little overwhelming because you know where you disagree, Right. But push through that uncomfortable to get to a place where you can begin to develop a plan and a vision moving forward together. If you've committed your life together, you you can talk through these things together, mm -hmm. you know, with your finances, with your money, how to spend it. And that's really what we want to talk about today. Some things that you should be looking at when it comes to your finances as a couple, mm -hmm. especially preparing for retirement, because money is at the top of the list when it comes to the things that couples argue about. So again, be aware there's going to be disagreements, but how you handle those is, is really what important. matters. Yeah. The, the, the problem is only about 16% of couples feel that they're financially compatible with their spouse. Mm -hmm. oh, so that wow. tells you something. I mean, yeah, that's that a, a super survey. low number. Yeah. A recent <laughs> survey that we read, uh, give us a lot of insight on how people are, or maybe are not compatible financially. Yeah. And so like Brittany said about in, in this one survey, only about 16% of couples feel that they are actually compatible mm -hmm. with their spouse. Now about 20, 27% of those married couples argue least at once about finances, that's what the survey found. So there's one disagreement a month about whether how I'm saving money, how I'm spending money, and or I would, what my money's doing. For I me. would argue that it's much higher than that. that people probably don't want to give the that may be truth. an average. Yeah. That may be an average because I really believe there are a lot of people who don't discuss mm -hmm. their finances within with their spouse, um, at least not at length. They maybe manage things separately, so that I, you got to take that into account with these numbers too. And within those disagreements, we had a few like subcategories. So, like twenty-two percent of the people who say they disagree with their spouse on financial issues said that it it, it revolved mostly around budgeting. Mm -hmm. So, how they budgeted their money, how they spent their money. Mm -hmm. About thirty-five percent of the disagreements are related to how you're invested. So market fears and how much risk they should be taking in this, uh, this economy um, and personal philosophies around investing. So that's a pretty big number of, of, of those kind of decisions. What's interesting though, is that the, the fears about market risk were higher. The concerns yeah. were higher around that than around the personal spending philosophies. So yeah. how much risk to take in your investments was much higher on the list, which I can understand that. That that's pretty understandable to think that one spouse may want to risk a lot more, where the other yeah. one's like, "No, I gotta, gotta, <laughs> gotta protect it." Right. So sure. that's pretty typical within marriages. I mean, with all the couples we sit down with, we certainly see that a lot. And so the challenge is to come together to mm -hmm. determine, okay, how are we going to agree on an investment strategy or a, an approach when it comes to our financial planning that works for both of us. And the good news is there are so many different solutions to that problem. 
And it looks different for every couple. It's not just this uh, cut and dry, everybody does it this way, or this is the solution, this fix all. It's really custom and specific to each family based on their needs. Maybe mm-hmm. each each uh, spouse manages their retirement accounts, you know, their own IRAs in the way that they want, right? And they work together still. Um, maybe one holds the safe pots, maybe one holds the risk pots. Uh, you know, that's one option. There's, there's, and there's so many options to consider when looking at how to reconcile these differences. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm, I'm shocked at some of these these numbers that that you think might be a little bit low, and I'm thinking, wow, these feel high. But yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's all the more reason to sit down with folks that that specialize in this, like yourselves, folks that that can walk you through a process that feels maybe tense or nerve-wracking to mm-hmm. discuss with your partner. I know you guys are there to help flesh out the the communication and and be uh, an advocate for the the couple that you're speaking with, but almost as a a life coach. Absolutely. Yeah, and so we we actually see that a lot. And so we love meeting with couples in particular because Brittany and I will both sit down with a couple and bring out different perspectives because we can tell our story. You know, we can say, here's the way we've viewed things and the compromises we've had to come to along the journey, right? And a lot of times it helps other folks see, yeah, well, I see myself as as Jay in this story, or I see myself as Brittany in this story. And we're able to like help folks get through maybe looking at it just through their lens and look, getting a larger perspective. And we, we talk about a lot of things. I mean, we start with maybe budgeting and savings. Uh, we talk about paying retirement, down paying down debt. We yeah. talk about risk and reward. I mean, so we don't leave any financial topics uncovered when we sit down and meet with couples, but you have to start from a, a clean slate. And that's the hardest part to do is when you set with, you have to have an open mind and say, okay, yeah. this is the way we've been functioning, but now we're meeting with professionals to kind of give us a edge of maybe some advice on how we should function a little bit differently and come with a clean slate and say, okay, I'm going to uh, hear uh, from from these individuals and I'm going to try to glean what I can. And not everything works that works for us will work for every couple that walks in here, right? We have to make sure that we are able to speak to everyone where they're at Um, some folks are going to be super risk adverse. Some folks are going to want to take a lot of risk and we're going to have to, uh, come to compromises on both spots. Right. But but what's important though, is that both individuals, when you're, when we're talking about married couples, what's important is that both individuals are a part of this conversation and that both individuals are involved to some extent there. Naturally, what we see is there is one spouse, whether it's the female or the male, however it pans out in your relationship, there's typically one that kind of manages or oversees Mm -hmm. that part of your household or your life. And the other can sometimes disregard it all, or maybe not be as involved just because it's not part of their maybe responsibilities that they've worked out. And, and that's okay, but what we want to focus on and, and really hit home today is the importance of, at minimum, being informed as the spouse who maybe doesn't manage it all. Again, whether it's the, the husband or the wife, no matter who it is, 
that you are at minimum informed. You know how bills are paid. You know where your income's coming from. Mm -hmm. You know what your budget looks like. Mm -hmm. You know what your spending looks like. If you have logins to your retirement accounts or investments or rental property information and paperwork, all of that kind of stuff that you're at least informed and know how to access that, get your hands on those documents or log into to the portal where your funds are held and see what's going on, see what the balances are. How do I request a distribution? What we see is that something happens, unfortunately, to the spouse that does manage all of that. And then the spouse who is underinformed or uninformed has no idea how to handle it in that emotionally charged situation already. So it just adds to the difficulty, right? So we yeah. want to prevent that. And, the, and planning thing, is part of how you do that. And one thing that I really want to hit on here is we are not just here to do fact finding missions and to tell you what you're doing right and wrong. That's not it. We want to create an environment where couples can dream together where they can actually say, hey, this is where we're at right now, but where do we want to be? Yeah. And what's that look like? And how do we get there? Because if you don't have a vision, you never, you'll never you never find out the journey of how to get there. You'll never dig into how to move forward. Uh, where you don't, don't have a vision, you'll perish. So we need to set visions for couples too, as they set with us. And it's a dream. It's a dream together. And session, that's what not makes just a fact. That's finder. what makes financial planning fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when people feel like it's a drudgery Maybe you're not dreaming. Maybe you're not really envisioning what your future mm -hmm. or even your tomorrow, your today could look like. Are you really dreaming about that? So when you come sit down with us, that's what we want to offer. We don't want to just say, hey, you're a spender. She's a saver. You're a saver. She's a spender. You know, this kind of conversation. We want to start with the practical, but we want to move into a space where we're like, What's the vision for your guys' future? Yeah. Where do you see yourself together in 10 years, 15 years, 20 years? What does that look like? Let's dream together and how do we get there? And so that's what we help folks with. Let's let's accomplish this together. And it actually was much stronger when both participants are on the same page. Yeah, and so that's sure. what we want to offer folks in the complimentary consultation that we give is, is a chance to come in and dream together. A chance to come in to say, here's our vision. How do we get on the same page? And how do we get to uh, the retirement of our dreams? Or, or, or even how do we live out what we want to live out right now, you know, before retirement uh, financially. So we would love to help you do that. 971-4549. That's 800-971-4549 or allonplanning.com. We would love to sit down with you and give you that complimentary consultation. And Jay, Brittany, we are going to take a short break, but I know we have a lot more fun in store on the show today. What is coming up next? So Chrissy, when we come back, we're going to talk about retiring with confidence. Uh, recently, there's been a lot of folks that may have not felt so confident in their retirement. We want to help restore that when we come back. Alon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee of Alon Planning Partners. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, in the studio with the dynamic duo, the dream team. And if you'd like to set up a time to sit down with Brittany and Jay Hagee and discuss your plans for retirement, your plans for your financial future at no cost or obligation, all you need to do is pick up the phone and call 800 971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. You can also go online to com. 
planning. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com and schedule a time to sit down with the Allon Planning Partners team from the website. And I I don't know if this is going to sound uh, like a layered kind of loaded question, but I feel like all of the network news coverage that I've been seeing lately has kind of been going in this cycle of this is a lot like 2008. This is a lot like 2008, mm-hmm. 2009, uh, and kind mm-hmm. of going on a on repeat, which leads me to think, oh, no, that's not good because I know nothing in 2008, 2009 was uh, was great. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, just calling a spade a spade. It wasn't fantastic. Sure. And the goal of the program and of the work that you guys do every day is to help restore confidence for folks that might have lost That's confidence right. in their plans or or their retirement hopes and aspirations. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I guess the, the first place to start is how often do you see folks that have lost confidence in their plans and how do you broach that conversation to help get folks back on track? Yeah, it's actually more often uh, in the last couple of years, uh, I guess, through COVID and things that we experienced there uh, last year when the market downturned and now we're facing a, an economic recession, um, some would say. Um, there's a lot that have caused uh, a lot of even fear mongering, as you were talking about, through news channels or what outlets or whatever it may be. Yep. That's like, man, we're going to hit 08 and 09 again. And here we go. Um, it really will shake people's confidence, right? Because there's a lot of. Uh, memories that we still have from 08 and 09 whenever we saw some of our 401ks take a 50% nosedive. That's big. Uh, it's nothing that we want to see again, right? And then most folks who had the chance to ride that out in 08 and 09 were in their 40s, you know, or 50s, and now they're in their 50s or 60s, right? And they're like, I don't have time. If I lose that much again, I'm in trouble. So my confidence is weighing. Um, and we actually even saw a recent survey. It was the Employee Benefit Research Institute, Research Institute that, does, that they do a confidence survey. And this confidence of how confident am I to, that I'm going to be able to retire? Only 64% of workers and really 73% of retirees right now are confident about their current retirement. Wow. So that's down drastically just this year. So earlier this year, that same survey, 73% of workers were confident. Right now, it's only 64%, right? Um, and so what causes that? What And a lot of the things that you just listed, Chrissy, like some of the news programs we're listening to and some of the, the, the fear-mongering going on, that causes it. Well, what about cost of living? What about inflation? We definitely have gotten uh, inflation uh, has been on the rise, and the feds had to rise interest rates and things like this to try to combat it. But that will cause a lack of confidence, right? Yeah. Um, well, and it's kind of the perfect storm because so many things have occurred at the same time. It's not just it's not just we're, you know, at this point of recession or this financial brink of concern. It's not just that. It's it's all of these other things. It's rising cost of living. Mm-hmm. It's questions about social security and is the system failing? Is something really gonna it, happening there? Is it going to last? 
um, you know, the volatility in the markets, all of these things kind of occurring mm-hmm. at once. Some of some some of it really is warranted to have that concern, right? So first of all, those of you who are listening and are experiencing this lack or decline in your uh, preparedness or confidence for retirement, we can validate that. There, that's kind mm-hmm. of warranted <laughs> based on all the things we're experiencing. Sometimes it's okay to have a little bit of trepidation. <laughs> Sometimes it's okay to like, I need to check on this, right? Yeah. If you're not feeling well, you go to the doctor, yeah. right? If if you say you start having heart palpitations and, you know, or something's going on with you physically and you're like, I have no idea why I'm experiencing this. I need to get checked out. It's the same when it comes to our finances. You need to check out those things that are causing you issues. And sometimes there may be simple fixes or there may be lifestyle changes that need to be made, mm-hmm. right? Uh, based on what what's going on. So, you know, you may have to change your diet if your health is is in a bad or declining spot. And how that correlates to finance mm-hmm. and your scenario there, you may have to adjust your risk tolerance. Adjust your budgeting. Yeah, adjust your budget, adjust your spending, pay down your debt, uh, you know, invest in something different than what you're invested in now based on what you're experiencing. So there's just so many, again, options as to how to resolve Sure, that. and we find in the financial sector that it's so... Uh, different than it is the medical sector, I would I would imagine in this way, uh, is that most folks, when they don't feel well or they have something they feel really wrong about, they don't mind making that appointment and going to see a doctor, right? right. But sometimes when things are getting really shaky financially, we feel like, well, we can fix this. <laughs> we can figure it out. And sometimes you need to seek out the right help. You need to seek, seek out an independent fiduciary firm like we are that helps folks put together a diagnosis for what's going on in your life and in your budget and in your finances and put together a plan to make sure you don't have to live with the fear and the doubt and the discouragement that you're feeling right now. You can turn that lack of confidence into confidence just by having a well-oiled machine, a plan that you know that whatever the economic, whatever the current environment is, I'm going to be okay because I have put my time in and I've created the plan uh, to make sure I'm going to get. Another concern that we recognize is real for people when they see their accounts declining or the financial instability in their situations, they may think, well, I don't, I'm already struggling financially. Why would I want to pay more money for a financial advisor or for some help? Mm-hmm. But so often the benefit uh, uh, that that's received from the changes that are recommended far outweigh the that's cost right. that is incurred. It, it's it's night and day difference, and it really increases your profits. We love running those numbers for our clients, adjusting, you know, showing the adjustment between if you would have stayed put with where you were <laughs> versus how you made the changes we recommended and the difference that, that you would be experiencing at this moment in time if you had not made those changes, right? Comparing that. So, and so much of the time, it's it, the the cost is so much less than they ever expected. Uh, so that that's a, a concern that you really just have to to overcome and and see you know seek it out and and learn about it. See what really does it cost? How does that really look? And how could this benefit me? And how how often is are factors like those you just mentioned misinterpreted by? A, a lay person or an average person like myself. That happens all the time. It happens all the time because the way our industry is structured, quite frankly, 
Um, there are so many people who claim to be financial advisors or financial professionals, but their roles are all varied. Mm -hmm. uh, that That's kind of broad, right? And so um, when you find someone who is an independent fiduciary advisor, they're not working for a large brokerage firm or have any other loyalties aside from servicing their client, mm -hmm. serving them in their best interest. That is the legal responsibility as well as the ethical responsibility of an independent fiduciary. So just let me go into the practicality of what you're looking for here. You're looking for someone who is independent, that's not working for a big box retail firm, that it's working for you and your family solely. And you're also looking for someone who is doing comprehensive planning. And what that means is they're doing more than just selling you an investment vehicle. They're not just talking about your allocation models, not just talking about you should be in this product because you're going to experience the market this way. And this is the product you should be in and only this, right? So investment management's one piece out of the five pieces that we deal with, with comprehensive financial planning. Investment management may be a cornerstone, but it's not the end all be all. You have to also have someone working in your corner for an income plan. How am I going to take and when should I take from the buckets of the investment models that I've got put in front of me? And which one should I take at which time? Knowing that I'm not going to run out of money, putting together a holistic income plan. That needs to be a part of your financial advisory team. The third part needs to be a good tax plan. Whether they're working with your CPA or you're using a CPA that, that they're connected with or that they can give you good tax planning on your investments, right? It's got to go hand in hand. Those three, investment management, income planning, and tax planning have to go hand in hand. And then there's estate planning. So if I am disabled or deceased, how do I know that my funds are going to get most efficiently to the people that I love, right? You need to have the right power of attorneys in place. You need to have the right some people need a will. Some people need a trust. It depends on your assets. There's a lot of things. We get estate attorneys involved. We're not giving legal advice, but we're helping those folks by quarterbacking a team to get you to the right place. So that's number four. The fifth one is a medical plan, a healthcare plan that says, when I, when I, when I have a need for Medicare or medical insurance, how should that be factoring into all of my investments and income and taxes? And what's that look like? So if you don't have someone that's independent fiduciary working for you, and they're not covering all five of those comprehensive needs that you have, you can have a lack of confidence because you don't have all of those things in place. And so that's what we want to provide for the folks that we meet with. We provide confidence by touching every area that they need touched in their financial future to make sure that they're going to get to the ultimate goals that they have. And you're kind enough to open up 10 slots on your calendar every week to listeners of the program so they can come in, sit down, and have these conversations and walk That's away right. with a comprehensive and customized plan at mm -hmm. no cost, no obligation, and no pressure. And also, if they have a plan in place, to review it because it certainly never hurts to have, I guess, two sets of eyes uh, reviewing the plan that you have in place. And the number to call to get in touch with the folks at Allon Planning Partners to schedule a time to sit down with Brittany Hagee, Jay Hagee, and the team at Allon is 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. You can also go online to Allon Planning. That's A-L-L-O-N Planning. Dot com and set up a time to sit down 
with the team directly from the website. And Brittany J, we're gonna take a quick break, but what is coming up when we get back? Coming up next, we're gonna continue this conversation around how to build your confidence regarding your personal financial future. Exchange with Brittany Hagee and Jay Hagee. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, in the studio with a team that has, I say, voices for radio and faces <laughs> for TV. You can catch Jay and Brittany on ABC Channel 9 Sundays at 11 a.m. and at 5 p.m. And then in the Knoxville area on WATE, which which is also ABC, at 11.35 p.m. Or you can head over to the YouTube channel. There's so many resources. If you want to go to just allonplanning.com, the website, that's A-L-L-O-N planning.com, you'll see all of the resources available the upcoming retirement masterclass workshops that Jay and Brittany are kind enough to host. And uh, you'll see all the areas that the Dynamic Duo are featured, or you can get in touch with them by calling 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. And I know we kind of just scratched the surface in the Uh, last segment about kind of restoring confidence in your plan and how to do so. So I'm going to turn it back over to you. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Back to that article we were referring to earlier, that Employee Benefit Research Institute study that was recently done. Uh, Part of that talked about how the Federal Reserve came out and said the typical retirement account balance is right around $144,000, okay? But the national average for one person to live comfortably in retirement is roughly $967,000 in savings, okay? And that's yeah, from the that's Federal big, Reserve. Big yeah, difference. that's from the, so look at the gap between those two, right? 144000 and 967000 That's per individual, not per couple or per household, right? That is a massive gap between the two. So we've got to, we've got to really fill that gap because there's, there's, there's missing dollars there. Now, I mean, there's a, there's a a lot to consider. The amount needed in retirement is going to look different for individuals based on what their spending habits are, right? Somebody in the same area uh, of a specific town or region could spend drastically less sure. or more than someone else. So Cost that, that number is going to vary based on your lifestyle. So take that into consideration. So these are these are not broad numbers applicable to everybody, but that's saying t- to be able to live comfortably, $967,000 is required in savings. That is a a what can feel like a huge number, if especially if you're one of those that may have a, a smaller retirement account balance. So we want to hit a few things that you can be doing to increase those amounts. Mm-hmm. You want to increase what you're saving. You want to increase what you're contributing. Um, make the most of some tax benefits to be able to 
raise that Absolutely. amount that you have. Yeah. You want to make sure that you're contributing appropriately. And this is where if you're out there listening and you have a small business and you're a small business owner, maybe you don't offer a 401k yet in your small business, or maybe you don't know about a SEP IRA and the advantages of that, that could be tax benefit to you. We want to be able to save you and help you save money in taxes, but also put away for retirement. One statistic that was really alarming to me is that 27% of people surveyed over the age of 59 had zero in retirement, mm. zero dollars yeah. in retirement. And so don't be ashamed if that's you, uh, but it's time to get started. Yeah. We, we have to uh, look at where we're at in the mirror and have a fair assessment and say, let's get rolling. And if you do have a fair amount saved, you need to make sure that it's working most appropriately for you and that you're getting the most benefit out of the way you have it invested. Yeah, because there is a flip side to that, the, to those who haven't saved much there we meet with families all the time who mm -hmm. have saved more than enough for retirement and they have they have they have contributed to their retirement accounts they have done their 401k matches and all of these things that, that they have done to prepare but you have got to put that money to work for you not just in your working years but you've got to ensure that that money lasts you throughout retirement. And I think that right there is where the confidence levels have decreased mm -hmm. because inflation's on the rise. Market volatility is on the rise. Social security uh, confidence is declining. So you put all of these factors together. And even for those who really have prepared for retirement, it's easy to see how there could still be concern there. Mm -hmm. And that is where looking at the overall picture and putting together a true plan really matters. It's about so much more than just your investments. Yeah. It's about this overarching plan to where your investments are working together with your tax planning and your state planning to where all of these things, where you're maximizing your dollars to your benefit to work for you. Yeah. And one key benefit that we offer folks as financial coaches and as advisors is helping you take the emotions out of it. Because when you're making emotional decisions, sometimes the confidence levels that you feel about retirement go with how well you're doing right now, which could lie to you, right? It could tell you the truth, but could it also, you could be feeling emotional about this thing or the other, or like the way that you, you it know, could just be a momentary emotion. It that's could be a momentary yeah. emotion and not a lifetime fix that you need wow, to make. Right. But a lot of times um, it could be that you're feeling emotional about it. And we need to tell you to stay the course because you may be like, oh my goodness, but my account's down 20% or whatever we got hit with or 10% this year and you're 38 you know, we have time. There's a time horizon. I can speak to that. Now, if you have the same situation and you're 68, we're going to have to make some major changes, right? To, to make sure that you're going to hit your retirement goals. But sometimes you need someone that's sitting beside of you, that's taking the emotion out of the equation, that's giving you the factual data of how you're allocated and how you're positioned. And if your goals are actually attainable and helping you hit those goals. And that's one of the key areas that we do and how we help our clients the most is that we're able to give them the data and take all the emotion out of it. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, and that, that's, that's really important considering the emotion and not being driven by your emotions, not being driven, mm -hmm. especially by that fear and making these decisions that can really cost you a lot in the future. Another way to increase your confidence when you're looking at, you know, your future retirement accounts is by something super simple, minimizing your expenses, the fees that you're paying mm -hmm. in your retirement accounts. 
if you hold a retirement account, you, should you know are what paying yes some kind of fee more than likely. Know what you're Mostly, paying. Yes. Know what you're paying. There are all kinds of different fees associated with these investment accounts. And so just know what you're paying in fees. Some of them are really easy to uncover and to see what you're paying. Uh, others, you have to really dig through to determine what you're paying, like a mortality and an expense fee or a 12B1 fee. Uh, you know, these types of fees that can really cost you so much in the yeah. overall picture of your, your accounts. You want to make sure you're minimizing that and, and not overpaying in those Absolutely. Fees. I had a gentleman I was working with two weeks ago that didn't even know he was paying any fees. And then I helped him uncover how much he was actually paying in fees. He was shocked. Oh, yeah. uh, he couldn't most believe it. Because most people do not see these fees. They're not right, taking out their checkbook and writing yeah, a someone check. a check. Right. So they don't feel it. And so they don't see the fees they're yeah. paying. And they're kind of like, oh my goodness, I'm paying what? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So you need to have someone working on your behalf that's going to be transparent. And now listen, if someone's managing your funds, they deserve some fee, right? They deserve something. They're doing work for you. But at the same time, you want to make sure it's a fair wage and a fair fee. Yes. Um, and so that's what we help uncover. And so you have to know what your fees are and figure out ways to minimize those to still get you to the comprehensive plan that you need. Wow. I mean, and there's so many considerations, I guess, that I don't even take into account when I'm thinking back to my own experiences with you, you don't realize exactly how much you mm -hmm. might be paying for entertainment streaming services. Like in my situation, uh, I didn't Just realize tripping that. out of your account. Yeah. And it's mm -hmm. kind of created that way by design, which is all the more reason to, to sit down with somebody and kind of uh, just bite the bullet and have the conversation, even if it's something that you might be a little bit nervous about or overwhelmed about uh, because I I assure you, you'll feel better after the fact. You'll That's feel right. that peace of mind once you have these difficult conversations. Yeah, uh, always, uh, because you, at least you know the truth. You may not feel uh, great about it when you uncover some of these things, just like the gentleman sure. I met with a couple of weeks ago. You don't feel great when you learn, oh my goodness, I'm paying that much. But at least you know, you uncover it, you can make changes now, and we can make decisions to get you to a better spot based on the right. truth, right? right? Um, and so that's typically what dispels fear is like, we don't understand how it's going to work out. We don't know what's going to happen. So we fear the unknown. But if we can put a plan together that kind of dispels some of that, uh, we can't take away every variable that every comes in, in anyone's life at any time. But what we can do is bring light to some facts that you may not even know exist, like how much you're paying in fees and how you're allocated, how much risk you're actually taking, what risk you should be taking in order to get to the goals that you have. You know, a lot of these things can we can shed some light on and folks can make changes just in the blink of the eye that gets them to a better spot, even emotionally. And if you'd like to sit down with Brittany Hagee, Jay Hagee, and the team at Allon Planning Partners and discuss your own circumstances, your own situation, and see how some of the topics we've discussed on the program today could be put to work for you as a part of that comprehensive plan, all you have to do is pick up the phone and call 800 971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549.
and no cost or obligation for the first 10 callers. You can also schedule something from the website if you wanna go over to Allon Planning, that's A-L-L-O-N Planning.com. You can do it directly from the site. And we're gonna take our final break, but you know what time it is when we get back. Absolutely, we've gotten a lot of questions this week. We look forward to answering some of them. Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, in the studio with the dynamic duo, Brittany and Jay Hagee. Any and all questions about planning for retirement, social security maximization, tax planning, they do it all at Allon Planning Partners. And Jay and Brittany are kind enough to open up their calendar to listeners of the program every week and set aside 10 slots where you can come in, sit down, have a discussion about your situation, your goals for retirement and your financial future, and walk away with a comprehensive and customized plan for you. Completely complimentary. The number to call is 800 971 45 Four, nine. Again, that's 800-971-4549. You can also head over to Allon Planning. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com and schedule a time to sit down with the team directly from the website. Now, I know you guys look forward to this segment answering questions. Absolutely. And so we'll dive right in. Uh, Question one, I've heard the current retirement advice is to have a million dollars saved for retirement. We have a guaranteed income of 80% of our current working income, two pension funds, and a railroad retirement. We will probably never take Social Security. We do not have $1 million saved for retirement, although we are nearing retirement age. Does the advice of saving the $1 million for retirement apply to our situation? That's interesting because that actually goes with what we talked about earlier about how the Federal Reserve talked about 947000 is what what is typically required for an individual to be prepared to live comfortably in retirement. And the little caveat we talked about during that segment, I want to bring back up again. Obviously, the amount of, of money that you need in retirement is going to be dependent upon the lifestyle that you are accustomed to living. Do you want, if you want to maintain your current lifestyle, what you are making currently or living on, I'll say what you're living on currently now is what you want to be prepared to live on in your future in retirement and planning for that. Now for this specific scenario, it sounds like they're in a pretty great place to start because they're ha- they have a guaranteed income, a-, a pension. Now, a lot of people don't have pensions, but this couple has two, two pension funds. <laughs> so, I mean, that's pretty exceptional to have that guaranteed income. One thing that I would like to bring up is if you do have a pension, it is so important to know what happens to that pension when you pass away, especially for those of you listening who are married. 
will your spouse receive that pension when you pass away? Will it continue? Will they receive only half of it? Or will it completely go away? Those are kind of the typical three options that one of those three will occur. So it's really important to know what happens at that that point in time when if something were to happen, like if you were to predecease your spouse, what happens to your pension? So again, that the million dollar typical savings for retirement, it's a, it's a flexible number, again, based on your lifestyle. Yes, it's a good place to begin. Uh, but there's so many other factors, your longevity, your health, you know, all of these things come into play when you're estimating how much you'll need and how long you'll need it to last. And I just wanted to add congratulations because not a lot of folks have the pension funds that you guys have. Um, you know, we talk about this all the time in our workshops that we teach is that fewer and fewer companies actually provide pensions. So, one, you want to do what Brittany uh, just now said and make sure that they are going to be joint in nature so that you actually get that if your spouse predeceases you uh, at a certain point in time. But to make sure that, you know, 80% of your current working income, you you want to really make sure that you have 100% of your working income to make it through retirement. So not just stopping at the 80. So what do you have set aside? We would want to take a look at, okay, with whatever funds, it don't have to be a million dollars. If you've already got 80% of it covered through a pension that may be joint. And I'm just assuming that, um, but we would want to take a look at what you do have set aside and how would we make up that other 20% out of what you do have in savings. And we would help you with the formulas and the uh, allocation models that we would, we would show you what would need to be done to do that. But I would say, yeah, not so much do you have to have a million dollars saved. It's more about the experience that you're going to have through retirement and how whatever vehicles that you have, whether it's pensions or, or uh, uh, rental income or whatever it may be, is going to get you through retirement. So I would say I would love to have a conversation with, with you guys a little bit more about that. So schedule an appointment. The number to call with questions for Jay and Brittany Hagee is 800-971-4549. Next up, my spouse and I are 79 and 77 years old. We have $2 million in assets and want to transfer some of that to our grandchildren when we pass. Instead of giving them each a set amount all at once, is it possible to give them certain amounts over the years? Absolutely, you can. Um, every year, there's already an annual gift uh, tax exclusion that you can give one person a certain amount of money every year. And that's every year, it's 17000 right now for 2023, meaning that you can give up to $17,000 to any person without uh, incurring any kind of gift tax. But on top of that, uh, there's some good news because just because you give someone, say, more than 17000 say that you want to give your grandkids 25,000. Well, that would be, you know, $8,000 over the annual limit, but it doesn't automatically tr trigger the gift tax. What you have in your lifetime that you can give away as an individual is $12.9 million in either assets or property. So let me say that again. You can give away up to $12.9 million in assets or property over your lifetime uh, before the gift tax is hit. So, you know, if you've got two, around 2 million, I believe you said in assets uh, that you want to transfer, 
you can absolutely transfer that whole amount and it's well under the 12 million and you will not trigger a gift tax on that if you do it correctly. So we help folks with this all the time. Uh, make sure that their gifts are getting to the people that they love without triggering a gift tax or with or doing it properly and making sure you're filling out the right forms. So if you have any other questions about how, we would love to sit down and, and chat with you about that. The number to call with questions for Jay and Brittany Hagee is 800-971-4549. You can also go online to Allon Planning. That's A-L-L-O-N Planning. Dot com and set up a time to sit down with Brittany, Jay, and the team at Allon directly from the website. And it feels like the show just flew by yet again, but of course I want to get your final thoughts before we head out. Yeah, I want to circle back to where we started the conversation uh, around couples planning together. And I really just want to take another opportunity to encourage couples to plan together if one spouse handles the finances, that the other at minimum should be informed to know where the accounts are, to know how to withdraw funds, to know how to pay bills, to know the basics of your situation in case something were to happen to the one who does manage it. It is just so, it provides such peace of mind and it's just wisdom to be prepared and to be working together in that way. Even if you're not making the decisions, if you've deferred that to your spouse, whether it's your husband or husbands, if it's your wife, whoever manages that, that's okay. Just work together and at minimum be informed. That's something we see mistakes on all the time. And these are things that are really preventable so that when you do face the unexpected or when something does happen, maybe you unexpectedly lose a spouse or something like that does occur, uh, maybe your spouse becomes disabled or something happens in, in their work and they, they're unable to do their normal responsibilities. That way you are still confident and informed to be able to carry forward and to move ahead so your finances aren't interrupted. We also talked through how to increase your confidence when it comes to your financial planning and all the different things that go into that, like saving. You've got to actually put your hand to work to begin putting money away, to, to save for your future, to, to maximize your 401k match, to make sure that you're taking advantage of tax breaks and contributing to an IRA, minimizing your fees, filing for social security at the right time. All of these components work together to build a comprehensive plan that works for you and helps you get to where you want to be. If you feel insecure or unstable in your financial situation, let's sit down and have a conversation around that today. Because when we bring truth and light to your situation, it can bring ease and peace of mind to address, address the issues, to address the concerns so that you can be informed and put what you learn into action to make the most of your situation. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The content provided is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Each individual investor situation is different, and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights.